0: And it is super crosstalk time. You guys were killing Mason and Ireland yesterday on the Al Michaels. Oh, were you no, you they were ki- just
1: killing Mason. I am I'm, I'm
2: pro Al Michaels.
0: Yeah, uh, we were killing Mason. Oh, I
1: didn't
2: I were mean you, Ireland, I mean.
1: Yeah, were you killing we were me? Killing Mason.
2: Yeah, yeah, because you're like you're like you, all of a sudden, you of all people is going to criticize Al Michaels over one incident. The guy's called like two thousand games in his life. I have prefaced every single uh, comment about the end of the Jacksonville San Diego game. So let me Cargers ask you, man, should we judge you? As he's a legend. He's should a we, legend. Should we judge you by your performance I'm, on a daily basis ju- or your, or individual segments? By the way, people do that. They do judge me every single day. And how but do you how do you like that? I I I live with it. I learn. No, to you live don't. With it. If, no, you don't. What do you get adult? pissed? You get, Mason, a couple of years ago, I remember you couldn't even look at Twitter without freaking out. Like, what are you talking <laughs> I, about? I'm totally over that. I got a really thick callus for a skin now. I, yeah, I don't now. care what anybody says about me. And by the right. way, neither but should there, Al. But Al had a bad call. Aren't there certain
1: announcers when they reach a point, I would, I would put Vince Scully, Chick Hearn into this category, that they've earned the right based on their body of work to have um, a moment, a not perfect performance. So well, you're it, acknowledging
2: that it was not a good call. Sure, no, we're always an acknowledging an that but between you're not
1: perfect and but a but bad you're, call. You think it was a bad call? I think. Right. It, I don't it, think it,
2: it met the moment at all. And you're belaboring the point, like almost like he shouldn't ever be there again. Oh my God, no. He's a legend. He should do whatever he wants, but that was not a good call. It did not meet the moment. It was an extraordinary come-from-behind win. It's the third biggest come-from-behind win in the history of the NFL playoffs, and I thought it deserved a rousing call. Okay, John and Michael will understand this and you won't just because it was the third largest call or comeback in NFL history doesn't mean that the individual moments were great to, during the calls. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the difference. John, am I right? Like, you can have a great comeback over totality, but you're calling each action on its own merit. You know right. what I mean? And, like, so, Mace, that, and that's was the a, difference. It was
1: a field goal. All that right. won the game, right. but but when's the last time you heard somebody come out of their shoes on a field goal? Well, the right. ninety-six yarder from the right hash to
3: win the game. This is the oh the, oh, Jack- the Jaguars Logan guy put course. it down, Riley Patterson. Cook puts it down. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good, good. Uh,
2: that's meeting the moment. But that's the No, but that's a local, guy. local Jacksonville Dude, guy. Like, What go, do you want wait, him to wait, do? Wait,
4: Go listen to Ian Eagle's call because he did the national radio and he's not associated yes. with one of the two teams. And hear how Ian called it and, and the excitement that he built. But uh, Mace, listen, you, you, you're fine.
2: You're He's off entitled day. to an off yeah, day. Right. I'm saying it was an off day. No, 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 no you're, you're not. Afraid he, well, to according say to say it was he's an off not. day. According to you and Greg, he's not, because he's basically, the, like, he can never call a game again. No! Think, <laughs> now you're putting words into my mouth. I said he's really? a legend. Mason, yeah. you literally asked if he, you literally were talking about whether he's over the hill yesterday.
1: You did say that. You
2: said he Well, I was reading headlines, like, headlines that say, did Al Michaels lose his fastball? I mean, I'm reading other people's headlines. You, so what is your take? Is he, should he's he a never legend? call he a should call, again? He should call games all the time. More Al is better, but that was not a great
4: call. That's my position. I think Al has taken all the heat, but let's think about it for a second. You're NBC. Yeah. You have worked with Al Michaels for all these years. Yes. When you are working out a broadcast, you do it in the preseason, not mm-hmm. in the wild card game. So Correct. for them to not have gone and gotten Kirk Herbstreit, who he's worked with all season long, obviously they couldn't do anything about Collinsworth because I think or they even- had the game after. You know, they had the Cincinnati-Baltimore game afterwards. So, okay. Yeah, so uh, no, it wasn't in the Cincinnati-Baltimore Was game. Well, I think, I think it
2: was at the game after. But no, it was the point, next day. Uh, yeah, whatever yeah the the next hang is. on. Hold on the Cincinnati-Baltimore game, because here's a call. And again, this is— Is it a field goal? No. Because then you're comparing no, apples it's a, to it's oranges. No, it's a 99-yard return for a touchdown. Of M- course it's going to be Mike Tirico exciting, met the moment. He met the right, moment it's 99- in that moment. a 99-yard return for a touchdown, Mace. That's a completely different scenario than a field goal to cap off a Mason, How many games from have you called in your oh. life I don't oh. How many oh. football games have you called? Oh. Oh, you I have no interest. I'm a listener, oh, a you consumer. You never I'm played the a game that on matters. him. I <laughs> yeah. don't get it, man. I'm the you regular. But if you've I'm the guy never call, listening to the never show. Called if you've never called N- a no, field and goal— And don't want to. I have no interest. Th- then you have no right to really criticize him. Of course I do. I watch right? games. Yeah, he has a right. F- I hear everybody call games. Of course I have the right There's, to do there, it. Yeah. You don't okay, need I'll take to call the game a, to be able to criticize. You may have a right, but you don't have an informed opinion about what that of moment. Of course, meets. I do. I'm a viewer. Yeah, yeah. What I'm viewers talking are talking about? You've never thing. done it before. That's yeah. you're doing. Crap. Let's be clear. I have no interest. Have okay, never had interest. in hey, hey, Calling a game. A you're wrong. You know what? Bring up Mason's luge call. I want to <laughs> criticize that. <laughs> but that was Mace, a great the call. The luge thing. call met the
4: moment. That's right. Mason. Exactly. You should be saying right now. Don't tell me that I've never called a football game and I don't know what it is to call a game-winning field goal. He didn't I've even remember. I had Olympic to bring it up. Great. Michael, fair or
0: unfair for Mason to rip Al Michaels? I think it's uh, fair. Oh, well, George is wrong for saying he never been in that situation, so he has no right to criticize him. That's wrong, George. Otherwise, we, w- we wouldn't comment on all kinds of sports because we haven't played at a certain level, right? Michael.
2: There's a difference between – no, there's a difference between being like, hey, my opinion is X, Y, and Z, and literally Mason out there telling he didn't meet the moment. The moment was a field goal with a flag the on the play. The moment was coming from behind from 27 nothing, mm-hmm. third biggest playoff. No, 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 in, no, 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 no. no, no. Again, this is, this is the difference. You don't the get moment it, was a field goal with a flag on the play. What you're talking about is the totality of the game. That's a different scenario. Yeah, I actually agree with Which, that. Which, by eh? the way, to Al's look, Al was stuck with Tony Dunn. Hold on, oh, no, wait. Let, let the, the guy, guy who's called the actually game called together. games answer for a oh, second. Oh, wait a here. minute. No, let oh. the guy who's actually watched games answer. <laughs> we are we are viewers. We're the people that matter. Uh, He's I, right about that. It, well, I will say
1: this: that I don't. I would never criticize Al Michaels, but he is being criticized a lot nationally. Right. Um, it's a ridiculous. lot of ridiculous. Yeah, I I agree with you, Cap. But it people the The actual thing, what Mason is is kind of in the majority here. Most people are oh, you know, criticizing. You know
4: why him. though, John? Because everybody knows that when you hear Al Michaels' voice on a broadcast, it's a big time sporting event. Yes, right. yeah, so, that's why I said so, yesterday. So everybody has an expectation that Al's going to give you a moment like, do you believe in miracles? Yes, which is obviously way beyond. It's Jacksonville versus sure, the Jacksonville, Chargers.
2: Jacksonville, Cincinnati, or right. Jacksonville, right. Uh, right. San Diego. Yeah.
4: Yes. So here's the thing. So. You don't hear any criticism of Tony Dungy. You don't None. Hear any he was terrible. By the way, Michael's old roommate yeah. from Minnesota. Yeah, Tony. I like Tony. Tony so, he, was Tony's he was not, terrible. Tony's not, he was terrible. Tony's not used to being terrible. in that position. He doesn't okay. do that. Right. Yeah. So, so and, where is the criticism for NBC's executive correct. team that put together this broadcast? How do they not get Herb Street? How do they not get somebody more energetic? Collinsworth.
2: I mean, right. And, I mean, listen, I'll give you an example, a local example. When Michael was out the other day, John worked with Trudell, who he's worked with a million times over, right? But I bet you the first time Michael or John worked with somebody that wasn't Michael, it's a little a bit of an awkward dance, is it not? Is that un- unfair to say?
1: No, there, there's... You got to get time to get used to your partner. I thought that was weird for NBC in a playoff to game. throw a Dungey in there. Yeah, to, well, to throw two guys in there that have never. Had done I mean, a that's like
2: it. if Michael missed a finals game and we threw in like I don't know you, Mason, on that oh, Lakers. Great, no, Andrew, You do a great yeah, Mason job, Mason. Okay, so, I'd be, so big fan. That'd be your awesome. This Can we been, do that? Yeah. yeah. You guys <laughs> have blown this into a gigantic thing, which I was never my intention. I just thought the call didn't meet the moment. You- I'm not criticizing Al Michaels and his legendary career. He just—I did not like the call. I thought it was dull. It was sleepy, and it
1: didn't capture okay, the moment. Okay, let's for get me. to something important.
2: You didn't even watch it live. No, I, I watched it after. Right, I so how true. do you know it met the moment? You were out on the moment the entire
1: second half. <laughs> I've
2: got you the call. You were watching a sadness triangle movie. I've played it nonstop on the show. I know what the sound. I know what the Jacksonville guy sounded like, and I know what Al sounded like. And you it wasn't. Right, an you let me, call. Let me try on. this. Do you do really tell me. <laughs> I hold have on. No, to no, no, watch play by play do, to have an you, opinion. No, but about Mason, an forget about forget about the play by play. Do you realize how ridiculous you sound? You're saying he didn't meet the moment. You were out an hour Correct. and a half earlier. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But I played. you don't know what the moment was because you were watching it. I do know it. what the moment was because I've read everybody's oh, critique. Oh yeah, because you read and it. it. And no, no, it but the I air. thought this was about. Hold on, I thought this was about feelings and emotion it and living, is, to, those emo- living and to those emotions, living up to those emotions. Exactly. You couldn't. you're a fraud, Mason. Here we go
0: for the win got it but there's a flag down there's a flag down as everybody's running
2: out onto the field yeah it just didn't meet the moment for me you had to wait to see what it, it didn't was. meet the moment you didn't watch uh
1: it you can make the argument that it didn't meet the moment but if i'd rather hear al michael's voice than anybody else's yeah that's right now what let's yep. get to something important let me try this again mason down, says down, down. that a stray cat Yes, oh, yeah. in his neighborhood is an unacceptable oh, well, outrage. This is another Mace, thing. Mason, Mace. for a
2: guy who's so loose and chill and I want to be happy with everybody and everybody want I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to piss anybody off. All you do is complain about your neighbors all the time. <laughs> their their Halloween stuff, their Christmas stuff. I know. No, I love the, the Wait a minute. To be fair, hate the Halloween stuff, love the Christmas stuff. Wait, do you still have the
1: neighbor that puts up Christmas lights year-round? Yes. Okay. I have no problem with cats running around my yeah, neighborhood. I, do. I, cap, don't, cap I don't, don't like you, cats. I don't I like cats. I think it's cats. hilarious.
4: That you, so you have like, it's like a whole political thing, too. You're like, I'm opposed to catch through cats. my neighborhood, but what I think is Stry- kind of
2: funny is, is that. Hold on, uh, I'm going to call run, animal are you, control. Are you, you going to run for like councilman in your neighborhood no. and right. run right. on that platform? Right. No, no dog more stray dogs. cats. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like. I don't like stray cats. but <laughs> okay, so the funny
4: thing is, think about this. You ready? Yeah. So you're a cat, and you're out there on the streets, <laughs> okay. man, and you, okay. you know you're ripping through people's garbage and you're looking for yeah. like fish bones and stuff, <laughs> and then you show fish up on bones. somebody's porch at night. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, hi, little kitty, kitty. Oh, come here, come here! Why do you
2: sound like Cartman?
4: Well, because like right now I'm, I'm playing <laughs> with the cat. You know? right, I'm trying to right. bring the cat close. I'm like, come here, kitty, kitty. Oh, hey, hi, Very kitty.
1: Very realistic, hello. portrayal. How are there. you,
4: little kitty cat? Right, so I'm like trying to talk all cute talk to the cat. Right, and now the cat's like, um, yo, I'm out here like going through people's garbage trying to find fish bones. You guys, yeah. uh,
1: I don't have time for you to, to, to derail me from my hunt. Yeah, you
4: guys got? Can you guys let me in? For so this? are you guys so okay with stray cats? So it's so the thing is, is that I, mean, I feel like the stray cats are like they're they're like looking for a home and you let him in and then the next day hey, you're by like the way, go Mace, back out if, go do the thing when you
1: when you went out and picked up the cat and brought him home yes. i know what you had good intentions but sure, doesn't had a tag and i right, brought it home doesn't that make the cat more likely to show up again cuz you were kind to it
0: damn <laughs> there you go. Ron. Now he's gonna
1: keep coming back to your house. Probably. John's got a point. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, what and, if the cat, especially when if... Juan
4: gave him food and water. Yeah, Juan put what, out what's water. What's your big opposition if... that people allow these cats yes. to leave their house just, during the day? I went think... cat-free
0: zone. No, Cappy. No,
4: I think I house and, cats no
0: are Halloween, fantastic. Uh, Stray cats are either. terrible. How did Juan. Respond to the cat. Hey, When yeah,
1: did run the dog meet
4: the Ron, cat? The dog did not meet the cat.
1: Oh,
0: because
2: the cats run in the streets. Mm.
0: Yeah, these Ron's
2: cats in the house. They what if that cat? Night. What if that cat is just you know a uh, uh, you know a cat of the night, like a lady of the night? You know what I mean? You never know. What if the cats work in the Do you the have block? stray cats in your neighborhood? Uh, there is a there is a cat that definitely is always roaming the neighborhood. One specific cat. I don't know who it belongs to, but it's always around. Do you not call animal control if there's no, a why, cat No, it is not my problem. I don't care. I don't care enough. I don't Let's want a random cat could. in the neighborhood. By the way, Laura, Laura Romo. What is a random cat going to do to you, though? I, I don't want it messing with my dogs. I don't want it messing in my yard. I don't want it messing in my garbage. I don't want anything to do with a stray Mace, cat. Could this, Mason, be,
1: could this be it? Laura Romo texts, guys with cats equals Deal breaker. Wow. No, she's wrong. Fan. Yeah. What do you, Lindsay, fan. why is she wrong?
3: No, I'm not. Oh. Don't tell me how wrong I am. It's a preference. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's her preference. I disagree completely because I feel like guys with cats do you have, have a, like, cat? a more sensitive side to you them. You have
1: a dog, don't you? Where's Chewy? Do you, have a, do you have a cat too?
3: I did. My oh. cat died. Remember, and Mason oh, yeah, made right. fun of me for it. Oh, no, no, right. no.
4: I have no problem with people having. Oh, house cats. now I we d- know.
2: Mason is anti-cat. That's. the Oh, problem. I'm anti-cat. Not a big cat guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm anti-cat. I mean, I'm old dog. I'm not cat. No.
3: I have dogs and cats. But yeah. I did. But Michael but,
1: agrees with like, me. Like Momo
3: so. has a
2: 78-year-old cat in hey, her hey, house. I'm like, good,
0: Laura. I want to get house.
2: It's not
1: running the streets. Guy with the cat probably
0: also has a man bun.
1: Laura, I want to get to the
0: other the other
1: text you sent. Do you mind if I read it? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, neighbors suck. I swear, I think my front neighbors are hookers.
5: Yeah, (laughs) I really do. Like, there's weird noises all the time, like music's uh, blasting. The girl, I mean, listen. Happy
1: and I will investigate that for you. Do you have their number? yeah, right. No,
5: why would I (laughs) have their number? Strange (laughs) guys,
1: strange cars pulling up, guys going in and out. You're
3: supposed to call them sex workers. That's like the politically correct term. Okay, I'm sorry, you know. Yeah.
1: Wait, it's, yes. is is not sex workers offensive? No. No, that's sex what they prefer to be is called. What they prefer oh, to be all right. called, yeah. I
5: mean, I don't judge See, people's struggles. There's no
1: sex workers in my neighborhood. You guys got all the fun <laughs> stuff happening to you. Dude, Michael's house, he doesn't even have neighbors. He's got like a compound. Exactly. That's right.
4: Sex workers and kitty cats.
1: But this <laughs> is a weird crosstalk. Uh, it was great. It was like
4: the best talk. one we've done in it months. Was very animated. It was very right, very you guys, what do you, you have today? I'm out of
2: gas now right.
4: after We're that. Already. Oh, oh guys
1: you guys are you? You guys you got are nothing walking, left. You guys are walking up to the uh, Laker game, right? So you're on yeah, until six. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Um, so we um I we have we have we have Sliwa on. Sliwa's gonna jump. We have Sliwa on the spot. That's like our fun segment we do with him every I like time. I All right,
1: day. now here's Michael to give us a preview of Sliwa on the spot. Hey, Sliwa, how's it going? What would you do today? Well, I'm just here at the lake again getting prepared
4: for the. <laughs> Will you stop show. making you know fun awesome? of my friend Alan Sliwa? <laughs> I just thought <laughs> of a great Sli- idea. <laughs> you know what we need to do, George? We need to get Sleewa on the spot into the mix for best bit on the Mandy's. Sliwa on because- the spot? Because even though Sliwa doesn't win
2: a
0: Mandy,
4: he wins one on our show rather than right, for his. Oh, oh Did you be, hear
2: them the other day? That would did, be appropriate. Uh, Morales was saying that they spent like an entire like segment or two talking, bemoaning the fact that they didn't win a Mandy. Still, this Bro, is like a year later. They deserve a Mandy. <laughs> we we, we all have extras. Let's no, give no. him one. We, we, oh. no.
1: we should. <laughs> I have two.
2: Yeah,
3: we yeah, should. Lindsey's
1: got two. We should work really hard behind the scenes to make sure they never win. No, ever. Like, I want them to win.
5: I want them to. I don't think we have
3: to. <laughs>
0: oh I'm wow, for those kids.
5: I, I did not say anything in regards to that. Exactly. Just saying.
0: Cool. We think that they'll ever beat you two guys off the best show. Uh, you know, I think it's a rotating trophy. It's a traveling it's like trophy. It's like the NBA MVP. It's the
2: NBA MVP. Although yeah. Jokic wins every year, so <laughs> it's not a traveling trophy right now. Jokic should win this year. He's a machine. He's good, man. He's a machine. All right, uh, guys, we will uh, turn it over to you. And Al Michaels coming on the show today. <laughs> I don't know. Cappy? Is he? Uh, I thought you were doing this today, George. I, you at, no, don't do that because you texted me earlier. And I said, no, go at, go get him.
1: No, don't he eats that. at the same restaurant in Brentwood every night. Just go over there and hand him a phone. There you go. Yeah, right.
2: there you go. All right. Uh, hey, we're back tomorrow. At one coming up next for you. Lots of uh, stupidity plus Sliwa on the spot. It is the Shadano and Cap Show now on 710 ESPN.
4: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8Save. That's the number 8, SAVE. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
2: Yeah, yeah, come on. Bam ba da bam. Beep. Ba, boop. Beep be, 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 boom boom. Hey, wasn't Crosstalk brought to us by our friends at Coors? sure was. Coors
4: Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long, whether you're ranting and raving about Uncle Big Al and his call on the football game, or you're talking about somebody's kitty cat walking the streets. I mean, just get that icy cold Coors Light. That's all I'm saying.
2: Absolutely. And, or if you're talking about uh, Brandon Staley uh, at the press conference today, where he didn't, uh, let's just say the performance there was equally as bad as it was perhaps in the second half.
4: Oh, really? Oh, did you not know? How dare you criticize? I mean, have you ever sat in that seat before? How dare you?
2: Well, I know what it's like to be at a press conference. Yes, I actually uh, do know that.
4: Oh, I didn't know if you'd coached a game before in the NFL. Well,
2: not coached a game. I'm talking about his press conference performance at the
4: moment. Okay, gotcha. Well, uh, have you
3: ever been in that seat before? Because you haven't.
4: Yeah, so therefore you can't criticize. But you I've been in fired a conference before. So You're I know fired up like. today, Jack. You, I mean, I, I
3: thought that was a flex.
4: Night? Big yeah, flex. The,
2: last night's show today, you are fired up, buddy. You are ready to go. Well, you know what? We've been starting these shows and we play patty cake and it's like enough of that. That's enough. not what these show should be like. Enough patty cake. No yeah, patty no, cake. No patty cake. No patty. You know the only patties I like? Patty melts, okay? Ooh. Oh, that sounds good. It is delicious, actually. I mean, but it's like one of those things
4: that when you have one, you got to go like for a run. You got to get like, I can't even drive home. It's so heavy. Run home. Yeah. Yeah, Walk home. Maybe. Um,
2: Speaking of heavy. um, So Lindsay Theory, who does a great job of covering the NFL for us at large, but is now she used to cover the Rams. She covers the Chargers for us now at ESPN. And she had an interesting tweet, which led me to this press conference today. Tell me if it was the
4: one where she says, like, uh,
2: there's usually nobody here. Right. Basically there's only usually like five reporters here and now there's like an a, a, like an assembled media like here today. You know why, like,
4: George? You know why? Because the the sharks could they could see the blood in the water, you know? They were circling. The the waters were chummed and uh Brandon Staley, he's the chum and the reporters like, "Ooh, let I don't usually go to those press conferences, but you know what? This one looks like it might be kind of fun. Let's go get them.
2: Well, listen, I did the same thing. I went to I the I went, I went to a Laker game earlier this year. Which one was it? I don't remember which one it was, but I stayed for the press con. Oh, the Boston game when they lost that game, and I was like, oh, I gotta sit here and watch this in person. Like <laughs> I, you know, I can't, I can't leave. I gotta see here. I gotta sit here and see how this thing goes. You know. Yeah. So, so did you wind up watching this uh, Staley press conference? So I did. So it led me to the Staley press conference. Mm-hmm. To which I was like, oh, bro, I like, you know I like him. I, I'm very open and honest about how much I like him. Now, I liked him a lot more last year when he was way more daring. Um, and it worked out because I like aggressive and aggressive coaching. But he has kind of gone against his, his previous behavior, which I didn't like. But I still like him. I, I still think he's a good coach. Why? I just, I just, can you let me finish? No, I'm asking why. I think he's a good coach. I think he's smart, and I think he had the right approach initially. And I think when he started to doubt himself, that's when I've started to be like, mm, I don't know. But
4: like when you, you say got... he's a smart coach, like what? Like I'll give you an example. You ready? So you're up twenty-seven-seven. You go into the second half, right? Um, what What would you, as someone who's never been in that seat before, you've never coached an NFL game, I would run game, the ball
2: more, even though my running game has not been great all year. I would at least attempt to take time off the clock, or at the very least. Um, create a passing situation where it's easy for the clock to still churn, not having to throw the ball down the field as much.
4: Now listen, having never coached an NFL game myself either, um, that seems like a pretty piece of sound advice. Like, hey coach, you got a nice lead, you're on the road, you snowballed these guys in the first half, they they couldn't do anything right, so guess what we're going to do? We're going to grind you into the ground and run the clock. And you know, what they did, George, was they fired the offensive coordinator and the quarterback's coach because they only ran the ball eight times in the second half. Excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Yep. C- Mr. Head Coach over here, Mr. Smart Guy. Yeah. Um, if you're so smart, then why don't you go say to your offensive coordinator, hey, hey, moron, run the ball. Okay, we didn't need the moron
2: part, but nonetheless. Oh. Right, um, well, I'm just,
4: I'm, you know, being I'm in character at this point, you know what yeah, I mean?
2: Yeah, clearly, I see. But what I would say to you is this, is while I have never, never coached an NFL game, I've never coached a college game or a high school game for that matter. I have talked to plenty of coaches who have over the years like you. So I have had that conversation about uh, game situations before. And, you know, based on other people's expertise and me being able to relay it, which is part of this job, uh, I am feel somewhat confident at times to have that conversation. But nonetheless, it led me to this press conference. Okay. And at this press conference, he was being grilled, okay? Like, just grilled. And let me ask you this. Go ahead. If you had a bad performance, right? If I asked you, hey, man, so, you know, do you think you had a bad performance there? How are you going to react in that situation?
4: Uh, depends am i realistic or am i you ego- know I, 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 I mean it's up
2: i mean it's up to you like how you want to react i don't know I mean know if somebody how... if
4: i'm a coach and and what happened to the chargers happened and i'm the coach yeah pretty bad performance pretty right terrible. and you're
2: just going to say hey we we i screwed up everybody screwed up but it's this falls on me right like that's the easiest way to go about this right well
4: i i would just say this i did not see this press conference today so i don't know what he said but here's what i do know I've seen a lot of his press conferences, and he usually blames everybody other than himself. Okay,
2: so again, what I would say to you is the easy way out of that, you and I have been involved in a lot of press conferences over the years, right? And we've talked to a lot of coaches over the years. The easiest way out of that, as members of the media, I, I would tell you, because if you don't do this, you're going to get grilled even further. The easiest way out is, yeah, you know what? We blew it. It was a collective but that falls on me. I'm right. the head coach, right? right? I'm the like, guy in charge. So. Correct, right? Like that's the e- you can still blame everyone, but also just take the ultimate responsibility because you're the guy ultimately pulling the trigger in that situation, right? So that and your team
4: loves you for it. Your team is like, thanks for absorbing
2: that coach correct sponge, correct, you know? correct. So I, what I would I would if I were giving him advice, that's the advice I would give him. So Lindsay, do we have the sound when he was asked about whether he was out coached by Doug Peterson available? Yes. Okay, let's hear that response.
0: Brandon, you, Brandon do you feel you were outcoached by Peterson, and how much did that
6: lead to the loss? Oh, Bill, I thought it was a tight game. I thought that for a half, um, you know, I thought, I wouldn't say that that was the case for a half. You know, I think at the end of the game, um, you know, that team that we were playing showed a lot of fight, a lot of resilience. I thought it was a high quality game uh, against two teams that are, are both young and hungry. Um, and so I thought it was just a high level game all the way around. And so um, I think Doug's an outstanding coach. And um, I know that we were coaching at a high level. And um, hopefully we're going to get another chance at those guys.
2: Mm-hmm, OK, really. so gotta e- have the- those guys got to get oh, another shot at them. So that was Bill Plasky who asked that question. Mm-hmm. Now, look, nobody's going to ever admit that they got out coached. OK, no. like that, that, that. I get Bill's question, line of questioning there, but if we're being honest, nobody's ever going to admit that no matter what. Is that a well, fair Well, he could assessment? have at least
4: been a bit more specific. If, if, if Bill would have said to him, hey, listen, uh, on fourth and one, when they got 25 yards, do you think you were outcoached on that specific play? I'm just right. giving Plashkey a couple he, he ideas here, that's
2: not, n- Right. I mean, now you're going after Plashkey. I'm right, going all. after him. I'm just giving him some thoughts. I mean, that's now all. you're doing what Mason did down Michaels to Bill Plasky, but that's But I've sat did. in that seat before. <laughs> you have, actually. So there's that. But you've never written a column before. I have written columns. You have? Where? Oh, yeah, George. Oh, for sure. Published where? Oh, published
4: everywhere.
3: Yeah? All over the place. Source Magazine? Which magazine? Source or Vibe? Ebony? Yeah. I had
4: a a subscription to Ebony Magazine. Excuse me.
2: Yeah. Uh, So anyway, um, but what he did say there, oh, you know, Doug's a good coach. It was a high-level game. But at at some point, just twist that. The easiest way out of that, again, is just to say, you know, I don't know if he outcoached me, but I certainly could have coached better. I don't think there's any question about that. We right? lost the like, game. That's on me. That's it. Next. Next right. question. Boom. That's it. It's over. But yeah. then what happens is, after that, then the next round of questions come, and the question then starts to go, well, hey, man, um, you ever thought you were going to lose your job?
6: This goes is you played For 25 games. 25. And that is the first time that a lead like that all right, has, has happened. You know. And we're the team over two years that have come back. We're the ones that have made the comebacks. We're the ones this season that had to fight to come back, to scrap. And so when I say it's different, it is different. Because if it were the same, then we wouldn't have made the postseason. We wouldn't have, at 6-6, six and six, won four consecutive games to earn the top wildcard spot. There is progress being made within our football team, and you can see it because the team that we have right now is a much different team than we had a year ago. And so what I would tell the fans is that I'm just as disappointed as they are, but I'm really excited to get this process started because just like last year when we made a lot of big improvements in our football team that gave us this chance to, to compete for a championship, I know that if we keep making that type of progress, then we'll consistently be there at the end.
4: Mm. I love, now, I love the uh, the youthful optimism, you know what I mean? You're really not in a different position. You, the difference is last year in Game 17, you found a way to blow it against the Raiders and didn't get into the postseason. This time he took a cross-country flight to give up one of the biggest leads in the history of the NFL postseason. So you're out, and, and your quarterback's got three years and one playoff game and no playoff wins to show for it. And so you're
2: in the same spot you were in. Same spot. Yeah, I mean, the... the... The, the growth, I would say, is, is incremental. I don't want to completely dismiss that, but I would say that perhaps had he made different decisions, and again, I'm saying this as someone who's been a fan of his work, uh, perhaps had he made different decisions, they would have gone further is the point.
4: Yeah, he's one of these guys that's always trying to talk his way out of everything. The way to do it is study the film, coach. Go watch Belichick at a press conference. It's real simple.
2: Well, I don't know if you need to go that route either, because that's no, kind not, of annoying too. I, but
4: but if you you're just going to talk in circles and no one's ever going to listen to or believe a word you say, you know, you're you're one game or better. Or you could a just be later. honest,
2: and, and, and you could be honest when you're asked the question about, hey, did you think you were going to lose your job? You and be like, hey, man, you know what? The NFL stands for not for long. You know, m- most coaches don't last forever. Uh, I got a coach. Uh, Be true to myself as a coach and, and, you know, do what I think is best and and let the chips fall where they may.
4: Or be really honest. I mean, like, be really, really honest, George, like this. Hey, coach, did you ever think you were going to lose your job? (laughs) Lose my job. Do do you know who I work for? These guys are not going to fire me. I'm cheap. I'm controllable. I'm like their puppet. They're they're, they're not firing me and firing my assistants and paying us out and then going hiring new coaches. No, I didn't think I was going to get fired. You know who I work for.
2: Be honest. That's all. Yeah, I don't think that was ever going to happen either. All right. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I just felt like for a guy who has has been supportive of him, I I feel like he did he did not do very good work today either. So, all right, coming up next, the Niners may have a bit of a conundrum on their hands. Cappy, I'll tell you what that's that about right? in a second.
4: And you gave without taking, and send you away, oh, Mandy, I'm from shaking. Sayurus, huh? so my friend. Hello, Barry Manilow. Wonder where Barry Manilow is today. Although I would swear David around. Lee Roth is Barry Manilow nowadays.
3: Okay. Quite the no, conspiracy, conspiracy theory, I, Cap. I, no seriously,
4: I, I saw Van David Halen recently. So. I saw Van Halen with David Lee Roth, and I was like, "That is not David Lee Roth. That is Barry Manilow."
2: That's what I think. Yeah, well, maybe that's just you never know. My own thought. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, Cappy, yo, before we get into the Niners and a little bit of an interesting quandary they may be in soon, mm-hmm. the uh, you wanted to talk about yesterday because you and I went to the game yesterday. We went to a Clippers uh, uh, Sixers game yesterday. Wait, wait, we did.
4: You and I went to a Clippers yes. Sixers game last night.
2: We did. We went to the uh, the 710 suite, yes. I had no idea. I literally had no idea. I mean, you because, literally just text me, can we talk about last night? Like, come on, don't do this nonsense. Just let what do you explain want to talk to you,
4: about? Let me explain to you what I mean. George, okay. last night, you and I go walking across the street from the 710 studios in LA Live, and we walk right into crypto.com, and then right into the 710 suite, which, by the way, if you ever get an invitation to the 710 suite, take it, Okay. It's it's Things are happening in the seven ten suite. Deals are going down. People are having fun. If you get the invite, go. So there we are last night doing our thing, being cool like we are. And um, I will tell you right now, I didn't even know who was playing. I mean, I could tell there was a game going on behind me, and there was a crowd, and the, the arena was full, and people were cheering and stuff. But at no point did I ever watch that game. As a matter of fact, my back was to the game. I was like, yeah, we're hanging out. The tacos are really good. The dessert bar, George, per your suggestion, phenomenal. Yeah. But I didn't even know I was at a game
2: last night. Okay, then, then what did you want to talk about in regards Well,
4: I mean, I just wanted to make the point
2: that, I mean, when you're doing deals like so we were you just last wanted, night. you just wanted to flex that we were in a suite last night? No,
4: not flexing in a suite. Not really flexing. Just the point is, like, you're at a game. There's a game going on down there on the floor. I looked over at the monitor. I went, well, there's Joel Embiid. Hey, there's James Harden on TV. Hey, there's Kawhi Leonard. There's Paul George. These guys are playing down there where I am. And I am not, my back is to that game. I I was just uh, no vibe, no energy, man.
2: Are you referring to the arena or the crowd? Or like I'm completely lost as to where you want to go with this conversation. Nowhere. I'm on. just I'm making not... a point
4: last night. A little fun, a little action in the seven ten suite over at this Clipper Sixer game. But it's like I'm going to a game, but I'm not even at a game.
3: I don't quite get what you're trying to say, Cappy. I don't
2: either. Like, I, Laura, do you get what he's trying to say either? Because I don't know.
3: No,
5: no, no. I was very confused. Really, throughout the confused? whole thing. I'm really? Sorry. Like,
3: literally, what are you trying to say? Like, you weren't at the game?
4: That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. That's what so I'm you're saying.
5: Mentally, what you're saying is you were present physically, just not mentally. Actually, checking out the Clipper game. Right. Right. I'm, I, I mean, that been, makes sense, Cap, yeah. because I went on fr- last Friday, when they were playing. I don't know who they were playing. I think the Mavs, Denver Nuggets. I think it was right, and. We were at the suite, but did we watch? We watched like five minutes of the entire game. We were just drinking and hanging out. Yeah, like, I mean, so I, I
4: could have been, been at a restaurant. I could have been in an office. I just, I was there and the game was going on behind me. George, did you have a good time last night?
2: Yeah, sure. I always have a good time. It
4: was a lot of fun. Clinton Yates was on fire last night. The consigliere Julian was there as well. I mean, Chris Morales was in the house trying to do better, I think. It was a good night last night. And then... I mean, can I name drop right now? Do you mind? I mean,
2: Go ahead, Cappy. I mean, you might as well at this point.
4: I mean, you know I got a major, major man crush on the athletic director at USC, Mike Bone. Well, you've
2: known him for a long time, too. Yes, that.
4: that's right. And yes. his son just moved back and he's to very, Southern California. He's,
2: he's very fond of you, too, for that. Man. Well, we, we love
4: each other. We do. A lot yeah. of love. Great man. Great athletic And his son director. was
2: there. I, did, I didn't get a chance to meet his son, but I did yes. see him there, yes.
4: Son just moved to Southern California four days ago.
2: There you How go. How wonderful Welcome. is that? Welcome. Um, can we now switch to football though? Yeah. You want to go back to football? I was just, sure. I was talking some hoops.
4: That's all. That was just basketball. Yeah, no, you talk weren't talking hoops.
2: You were talking about you hanging out in a suite. It was basketball talk. Super relatable.
4: I mean, it's not, the suite is not, it's not that. It's just that like, <laughs> it's like I'm there and there's a game going on, but I don't
2: even know there's a game going on because I'm doing bidness. You're really, you, I'm doing bitness. You really do You're, you're really doing that. Uh, you really go for that repeat of man of the people. So, well, I'm telling everybody else, if you get
4: the invitation, bring it.
2: Yeah. Um, so did you see this story about Jimmy Garoppolo today?
4: What about Jimmy Garoppolo? It's his problem.
2: Jimmy Garoppolo out of a boot. Out of a boot? Yeah.
4: You mean like he's no longer got one of these walking boot deal thing he's on?
2: Correct. Uh-huh. So he's and? hit the six week mark. He's out of a boot. And there is a possibility yeah. that he could return if the Niners get past the Cowboys this weekend.
4: Okay. All right. And
2: cool I don't return. think there, there is a, I mean, if it, again, I have never coached an NFL down in my life. Well, then don't criticize. But, but if I was Kyle Shanahan, yeah. there's no way on God's green earth I'm letting anyone but Brock Purdy take a snap if I win this game against the Cowboys. Oh, oh okay, wait a second. I didn't ge- get where you were going
4: here. You're saying that if Jimmy Garoppolo were cleared and fully healthy, you're asking the question, would you go is, back to Garoppolo versus Purdy?
2: Yeah, it's the. There's a real possibility he could be cleared for the NFC Championship game.
4: Right, but if he were cleared, don't you think that it's more, it's more likely that they activate him and use him as the backup quarterback rather? Oh, no
2: one starting hope, him. I would hope that that would be the case, but I mean, would it? I mean, it wouldn't be unprecedented.
4: Yeah, but but Brock Purdy is something that none of us ever would have imagined that he would become. Certainly not when you're drafted the last player taken, and you're the third string quarterback. You're just a guy that's there to practice. You're a guy that's there to play scout team. You're never going to touch the field. And what he's done is he's—I actually believe George—he's the quarterback of the future of the Niners. I don't think Trey Lance is going to come back next year, and they're going to go. No, it's Trey Lance's job. Brock, nice work by you here. You—we'll use you as a backup, but we drafted Trey number—you know, first round pick kind of guy. Oh, I think it's I think
2: Brock Purdy is the quarterback of the 49ers going forward. I th- I told you he's going to be the new Tom Brady. Well, he's got a lot of Super Bowl rings to win. Well, you don't have to win 7 Super Bowls to be the next Tom Brady. Like just because the next guy doesn't have to do exactly what the guy did before him.
4: So what does the next Tom Brady mean then?
2: That means he's like the over classic overachiever underdrafted quarterback like the poster boy for that.
4: Really? You go right to Tom Brady, huh?
2: Well, I mean, th- he is the poster boy for that, is he not?
4: I mean, you don't, you're not giving
2: him the Kurt Warner treatment here, huh? Well, before before he was, before he was um, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, he was this guy that we talked about being you know, drafted in the sixth round.
4: Yeah, he was. he was. I mean, Tom Brady is probably the greatest underdog story that people forget ever was an underdog.
2: I mean, well, that outside of uh, dodgeball, you know, the dodgeball team. You know, remember those guys from the movie.
4: Yeah, I don't, as a matter of fact. You didn't watch I mean, the movie? I mean, do you
3: really think he's seen that? Come on.
2: A true underdog story, Dodgeball. No?
4: Uh, no, I didn't see it. I mean, I know of it. I know of the film, you know? I mean, really I'm, I'm, more into, like, I'm more into, like, you know, brainy stuff. like Average Joe's? This, the man Otto, this no. my Otto guy. Otto?
2: No, you, you only know Otto because
4: you saw it, like, two seconds ago. I saw Otto last Friday night. I mean, it's 2004. This movie's, like, 20 years old. You- I know. I don't remember no? Dodgeball well. No, it's 20 years mm-hmm. ago. It's not yeah. one of those movies that, like, you know, is really ingrained in my memory.
2: It's in the yeah, but it's like one of those cult classics. People
3: I, love. I this understand,
4: movie. and and yeah. a lot of people got the reference. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, don't let me slow it down. Yeah. Anyway, just uh, like anyway. we
3: didn't get the reference about you not being at the game. Well, Fact. I wasn't at the game.
4: That, I was at it was a very strange
2: strange 5 minutes. I don't but know I, where that was. But I wasn't at the game. Don't you see I was it there? Was, I thought you were like referring there. like you were like levitating or something that I must have missed <laughs> or that. You or you
3: like something. smoked the weed pen or something, you know? <laughs> right. like, 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 not
2: had picked that Did you like hang out with Aaron Rodgers and have some ayahuasca? Like what did I miss, you know? I don't like, know. I mean,
4: is that what happened yesterday? Were your eyes I, too red? Like they were looking good last night. No, they
2: were looking good. Yeah. Uh, so anywho... Um you mentioned Trey Lance. Now, I think at worst, with Trey Lance, they trade. They at worst, they trade him. Um, at best, he competes with Purdy for the job moving forward, going into next year, regardless of what happens. Now, I
4: gotta think they're gonna try and trade him at some point. I really do oh, because and I think
2: you know, you know who should, now, Lindsey. Do we know, what are the Rams have available? Because I think the Rams should should kick the tires on Trey Lance.
0: Oh, I like have he's not that gonna
2: that be I worth have. a first round pick in a trade right now.
4: No, he's got very low value. Um, because we don't know what Trey Lance is. We, nobody knows what Trey Lance is. He was drafted in the first round when people didn't know what he was when he was in college.
2: And he didn't even play that much in college.
4: Right, so now he's, now he's damaged goods, and he has no resume of any kind. So he's not worth a lot, but if you keep him around, then Brock Purdy's going to find himself looking over his shoulder, or you may have a disgruntled guy in the locker room. I'd rather have Jimmy Garoppolo as my backup and my mentor to Brock Purdy and I'd rather see what I can get for Trey Lance.
3: So the Rams have in this upcoming draft no first round pick. They have one second round pick, one third round pick, no fourth round pick, no fifth round pick. They have three in the six, and so on and so on. Like F-line I would, picks. I would consider one,
2: the second or the third, and I would try to see if you can get Trey Lance.
4: Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's a bad idea because Stafford. You don't know if he can ever stay healthy. Number one, and number two. If you're Sean McVay and you're going to be interested in the long haul here, you might be
2: interested in a change of pace sort of player at that position. Correct. And, because, and by the way, because he they actually did they were somewhat competitive uh at times this year, right? Like when when they had quarterbacks who were mobile, right? I,
4: mean, I guess. You know, but I I get my shot. I mean, Trey Lance, that's the kind of guy at least I take a shot on a guy like that. You know, because every quarterback that McVay has is just a traditional back or a uh, drop back type quarterback. You know, um, Stafford can move. But well, Bryce Perkins, that guy.
2: I thought, did okay. Uh, I mean, they I mean, they were in a lot of games. They won a he's, game with him, right? He's okay. Then, I mean, Bryce Perkins all right. I mean, he's a, he's a all right backup. He's, he looks good in the preseason. Right, but my point is that he's a guy. Right, but I'm not saying, like, I, I get it. But what I'm saying is Bryce Perkins fits more of that mold that you're talking about.
4: Yeah, I'm just saying that. I, I would take my
2: shot on Trey Lance. And Trey Lance has a much higher upside than Bryce Perkins. Much higher. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're willing to play with Bryce Perkins... You know, maybe you develop Trey Lance, granted, different quarterback than you do with Jared Goff. But Jared Goff was completely damaged goods when 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 McVay arrived here.
4: Damaged goods because of what happened to him the year before.
2: Right. I mean, literally, we I remember having this conversation with Keyshawn and Marcellus and like they were like talking about like he's going to be the biggest bust of all time at that point. Like he, he was awful. He looked like the worst quarterback we had ever seen in that first year.
4: Number one overall pick.
2: Right. So, I mean, if he did that with golf, what could he do with Trey Lance? You know, if you put Trey Lance in here for a year or two.
4: I don't know, but it's worth a shot. I mean, listen, again, I think Purdy's the quarterback of the the Niners now. I I don't think there's any doubt going forward he is the quarterback. I'd be pretty surprised if all of a sudden they go into training camp next year and they're like, no, it's a wide open competition. No, it should be
2: Brock Purdy, yeah. And wait till he beats the Cowboys this weekend. Yeah, you heard me, Cowboy fans.
4: Oh, Cowboy fans are not going to be happy. There are a lot of Cowboy fans out there, man.
2: I don't care. G- bring it. That's fine. Bring it.
4: You want him to bring it?
2: Go. go are you going to put know, on
4: a Cowboy hat and a big old uh, belt buckle uh, uh, and start uh, uh, you know, yeah. instigating like you're Stephen A all of a sudden? No, I mean. Jorge A? Jorge A.
2: Jorge C. Okay. Yeah.
3: Or as Siri says on my phone, Jorge.
2: Yeah. Jorge. That's what he, yeah. But she
3: says, she's like, Jorge Sedano. <laughs>
2: She doesn't know how to speak Spanish, which, by the way, is going to get me to my next conversation. I'm really pissed off at the Angels. We'll get to that in a second. Keep smiling. Keep shining. Can always count on me. Wow, fo show!
4: That's what friends are for, George Sedano. Do you follow Dionne Warwick on
2: Twitter? She's a great follow.
4: Really? She is?
2: Yeah, she's funny.
4: Dion Warwick is a
2: great follow on Twitter. She is. You're kidding me. No, I'm not making that up. That's real. I had no idea. Well, now you know. And Knowing is up. half the battle. I'm going
4: to I'm gonna look her up right
2: now. Dion Warwick. Yeah. Uh, so let me get to – before we get to Slee on the spot here, because we're running behind, so my apologies to Slee. Slee, give me a second because I'd like you to weigh in on this conversation too because maybe it's something you guys will talk about tomorrow on your show. Um, so I saw an athletic story today, okay, and it's about the angels, and basically how the angels really have kind of done away in a long, in a large way with their Spanish language broadcast. Which let's just start with the fact that they have the only uh, Latino owner um, who is Mexican American, and for that to be the case already puts a damper on things. He's like, bro, if you're not fighting for this, who the hell will? You know what I mean? But long story short, in the story in the Athletic, which I sent to you guys in the group chat earlier this morning. Uh, is about their Spanish broadcaster, Jose Tolentino, who's a longtime baseball guy, played in the majors, played in the minors. Um, and he was, you know, a full time employee at one point, you know, 80 grand a year. This was back in, you know, whatever it was, you know, many, many years ago. And then over time, they made him a part time employee and pay him like 300 and something dollars a game. And they basically didn't even let him broadcast out of a broadcast booth overseeing the stadium. He was literally thrown into like a closet and like doing it off of monitors. And it's just like, first of all, it's terrible. Like, number one, why would you ever want to do that to any of your products? Number one, right? Like, why wouldn't you give every one of your products an opportunity to succeed at the highest level? Um, And, you know, I don't know how much the station is to blame because, I mean, whatever. It's not, I mean, it is their product, sort of, but it's not. I mean, they should take some blame, too. Uh, But nonetheless, I don't want them to skate. But basically, the Angels have neglected their Spanish language broadcast for so long in a way that's unbelievably alarming And if you go to my Twitter account, you'll see it there. And no other team, Cap and Slee, who's now going to join us here in a second, um, in a heavy Spanish-speaking market, acts like this. Like, the way it was described in this story. It is as low rent as you'll get. Not even, like, minor league broadcasts sound or look like this based on the setup. Maybe the pay scale, but not the setup. At least those guys get to oversee the actual park. And then when you juxtapose it to the Dodgers, who literally have – a Spanish broadcaster in the Hall of Fame, in Jaime Harin, okay? And they treat their Spanish broadcast with the utmost respect. They look even worse. Like, it is an absolute embarrassment to both the Angels and Major League Baseball, for that matter, for that to be the case. So, yeah, Cappy, if you want to weigh in, you know I don't what? know if you read the story. When I, I did. Said
4: of course it. I read it. But, again, I, I want to get to sleep, but I'll just say this. If the owner were a you know old white guy, and he hadn't paid attention to the Spanish broadcast, people would be like, you know, they'd be calling him out for it. You're talking about somebody who is Latino, who doesn't think it's important, or doesn't think they can make money with it, but okay. But to mistreat people like I read today? I mean, I gotta say, uh, I was pretty disgusted by the whole situation, to be honest. And I'm not even like, I don't have the same passion for the subject that you have, obviously, but dude. I mean, first of all, you're missing out on a lot of money. That's the first part of it. But to mistreat people like that, not cool, bro.
2: Yeah. And what I would add too is that in the story in the Athletic, they interviewed Jaime Haring of, of the Dodgers, obviously. And he said he spoke to Moreno one time at some um, event. And like he was like he said he asked asked him questions about why their broadcast is so successful. And he's talked about the resources the Dodgers have poured into it. Um, and then he's like, Yeah, I guess he didn't listen to a word I said because clearly he didn't do any of that. He went the complete opposite way.
4: Yeah, it's weird. Weird. We can yeah. get d- deeper into it, obviously, but
2: uh, Slee, um, I don't know if you've read the story or you just heard me say it for the first time, but I just feel like it's it's just an embarrassing thing to have if you're Major League Baseball to have one of your franchises in the largest one of the largest cities in regards to Latinos <laughs> to ha- not have a Spanish language broadcast that's worth its weight. You know what I mean? Like it's just if you're gonna half-ass it, like what are you doing? Like you're the you're the team that shouldn't be doing that. Like you should be pouring the resources in it because you have the audience there. How about when
4: they tell the broadcaster, by the way, nobody cares, bro. Nobody cares.
2: Right. They told the broadcaster that. They did. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just a part-time position. Yeah. up, absolutely.
0: Well, and George, I I have not, I have not read the story, but I'll just kind of go off of what you just said right there. Isn't that kind of a perfect example? How one, let's just use, let's call them both two separate corporations. How one corporation does their business, how another corporation runs theirs. Like it's the, the, if you had said something like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this, but the Dodgers are doing this, it'd be like, yeah, that doesn't play the, that doesn't fit that organization. That doesn't fit that brand. That doesn't fit. You go to a Dodger game and they are obviously, um, they cater as much as they uh, possibly can, which they should to a humongous audience in Southern California. Look at the partners, look at the, There's there's a lot that caters towards it, Uh, but the fact that you kind of – when you mention it as that being the Angels, you know, in a a weird way, I I guess – I don't want to say that I'm not surprised, but that if there is a story like that coming from some Major League Baseball team, I guess just that goes back to how somebody runs their organization compared to another.
4: It's going to be so easy for a new owner to take over the Angels and do so much with what is, I think – an untapped resource, but okay. All right, yeah. George, we get Slee, we got a lot of time on the air yesterday here on our show. I
2: don't know about a lot. We literally right. talked about him it for like three minutes.
4: But... It was significant because of something that he did. Slee, um... Well,
2: no, allegedly, we didn't say... We, we were alleged. It was alleged that he did. So, Slee, I don't know how familiar you are with this story. So, we were talking about bathroom etiquette yesterday and your name came up um, because I was told by a source <laughs> who I then revealed to be Mike Trudell, which, because I told him I'm going to talk about it on the cool. air... Um, he said that, you, and you are a very friendly guy. Like every time I see you, I saw you yesterday. You're like, hey, what's up? You came in, you said hello, we chit chatted for a quick second. You Bring went and did your thing because you had to do like a video thing. Um, and that is you. You are generally a very nice, uh, decent, uh, you know, cordial human being. So I was then told that in the bathroom, uh, Trudel was at a <laughs> urinal, and then <that> you <laughs> tapped him on the shoulder, hey, Mike, what's going on, buddy? Like, or something to that effect. And, you know, you had the awkward bathroom conversation. And then Trudell kind of, like, I don't because we were talking about awkward bathroom conversations, and he brought that up. So that's how this whole thing came up. Now, I've heard you have a different side to this story.
0: Okay, so Morales mentioned this briefly this morning, and I was like, okay, wait, I got to, let me think back here. Okay, no, I do remember Trudell. So the, the media restroom, um, as you, know, as you guys know, there's only one urinal, and the other one is an actual stall. Right. So I went in. Trudell is at the urinal. And let's say I – and I don't know if the story is different because I didn't really get too many details from Morales. But I gave him one of those, like, uh, let's say a fist bump on the left top shoulder. Like, hey, Mike. And then I opened the door and then went into the the, the bigger stall, right, because there's only a stall and a urinal um, I don't remember if we talked. Maybe we did. Maybe we said something. Uh, I mean, I didn't, you know, tell Mike, hey, turn around, give me a high five. I just kind of gave him a little, <laughs> a little tap on the top left-hand shoulder. Did
4: you, like, push him into the...
0: No, no, no,
2: no, that... no. And and that it was, I did say, tapped on the shoulder, like a tap on the shoulder. I did not say high five or anything. Like, that's the way it was described to me.
4: <laughs> but and, everybody was like, "Ill that." like, I didn't really think it was so bad. But, like, Laura, you specifically thought it was very unsanitary, as I recall.
5: Agreed. It's it's nasty. Like, don't do that. I mean, I'm not a well, dude, no, and I don't know no, exactly Laura, what happened.
0: Laura, we haven't. Nobody's touched each other. I, no, you he's touched. Got his back right. To me. Yeah, but I haven't gone to the bathroom yet. I'm going to the bathroom. I haven't gone into the bathroom yet.
5: I don't know. That sense? So Wait, he was not, not at the urinal. He's
4: not standing there at the urinal doing his business.
0: No, he's standing at the urinal doing his business. See, I'm that's walking nasty. Into the restroom.
5: You have no reason to I'm touch anybody in the, the bathroom. bathroom. Exactly. The Unless, <laughs> gr- honestly,
2: Slee, the girls had a much. To pass point, so. the girls I, had much Slee. I don't care, man. I, gr- no, I grew up in a locker room. I'm fine I with it, Slee. It, I thought it was a little silly, but I mean, and a little funny, but like, they like really took umbrage. Very upset. Very upset. Look,
5: girls go to the restroom can together I, all I the just, time. I... But when we, like, when something happens where it's like. We touch each other in the restroom is because we ask, like, yo, is there something in my hair? Like, the makeup's fine. We don't just, like, touch each other to touch each yeah, other. Yeah, we're girls.
0: Yeah. We're dudes. Okay, but let me, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Somebody's got something on their... Uh, you have a sweater on. You got something on their shoulder. You not... Mm-hmm hit the shoulder and say, let me get that off.
5: You say it first and then you say it first. And if they're like, oh yeah, can you grab it or take it off? That's what you got to ask permission. (laughs) But did he have something on his sweater?
0: No, he did not. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Wow, wow, uh, wow! You are under the microscope, yeah, dude. It's
2: like an onion. We're peeling wow. back the layers here. I mean, oh, you are oh, on so. the witness stand yeah, right now, guilty. Liwa. Guilty Seriously
3: charged. Well, here's, I agree. What, here's
0: what's here's what's great about it. when when Chris mentioned it this morning, I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" And then in my head, I was like, "Did Trudell just go to George yes, and he say, did. hey, this no, guy no, no, yes, had he no, idea was exactly what happened."
2: Yes. So we, he and I were having a a separate conversation, and we started. I started. I made a comment about bathroom etiquette, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, speaking of bathroom etiquette, I just had a, a like Sliwa came in. I was I was taking a whatever is what he said, and then all of a yes. sudden I feel a he hand is right. on my shoulder, that is and I I feel a hand on my shoulder, and, he's, and I hear what's up, Trudel, and I kind of flip around and I see it's Slee and he walks into the stall as I was done. I saw him go at, when I was at the. Oh. the he said, when he was washing his hands, he saw you come out of the stall at that point. So that he said it was it was literally that that's fast. But I thought it was funny, and he said, "Topic for you on the radio." And I wrote back, "Oh, that's absolutely going to be a conversation
5: over Sorry, two days." So I think we've,
0: uh, I think we've established that um, uh, that both um, <laughs> both ladies not a fan of that, and then maybe Cap, maybe you and I are the only ones that are. Maybe I won't be given uh, too many uh, dabs on the shoulder in the restroom moving forward. Now, now I'm self conscious about it. Now yeah, I'm thinking dude. about it. Oh
2: no, don't nah. do that though. Okay, I mean, dude, we can hug it mind. out in the bathroom, you and me. I don't care. I'll yeah. Yeah. wash my you, hands. Like, so Cappy, Cappy. Yeah, Cappy Cappy will wash his hands next to you. He'll yeah. like follow you like a, like a puppy dog. You know I don't I mean? care.
0: Uh, that's pretty funny. I'll hug it out with you that's right in the bathroom, bloody. man.
2: Slee, I have 30 seconds. 30 seconds or less. Okay. Are you wearing another Kings jersey tomorrow, or are the Lakers going to win this thing?
0: No, Braun is going to put up another 48, 11, and 10 like it's just another day in the office. Some role players will step up, and it, they need wins, George. I mean, it's not even about That's the right. Kings anymore. It's just they got to make up some ground in the standings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a tough game. It really will. Sa- Sacramento's better than you think, and they, they put up so many yeah. points, but we'll see if they can uh, see if they can get out.
2: Yeah, their offense is out of control. They have a number 3 offense in the league this year thus far. Slee, on the spot, you always are a mensch when it comes to this stuff. We appreciate you, brother. Have a great call tonight. (laughs) Good basketball talk, Slee. All
0: right, fellas. Thank you, guys.
2: Nice basketball. All guys,
0: thank you. That is right
2: there. All right, coming up next, Cappy, you and I, let's dive into the NFL a little further. I want to get into uh, all this drama surrounding the quarterback carousel. There's a lot of that.